That's right, my friends and family, and fake friends and enemies. No other love. And that is what I have learned in my reality of recovery through the condition of my mental health and alcoholism. My name is Ron Ziegler. I live in Pembroke Pines with my beautiful wife, Mrs. Brenda Ziegler. We have become one as of this Monday, and we are tickled pink in the conditions of our reality to know the unconditional love we have each other through our conditions of mental health and our physical health and the conditions of our faith in our God through Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And he's everyone's Savior if you will let him. Not to be forced by him, but if you let him. I am a, con I am a consumer of mental health, and I was told for decades that I can never find someone to love Ron Ziegler. And I tried every avenue humanly possible known to man to love someone. And I didn't care what people thought of me back then with my foolish words like that statement, you're an ugly human being. That's the most powerful statement that can destroy a human spirit is the word ugly. And then it becomes hatred. And then you live in a fortress with no, no solitude of peace of mind until you hear the whispers of an angel saying the words joy and then the statement be still in the reality of your humanity for your human spirit and that one day you will find somebody with true joy and love for the condition of your human heart and that that word ugly will no longer be a vocabulary of your mental health and you can stop beating yourself up with alcoholism and having that last bottle with the worm in it and causing you to have that worm of mental health be twisted thoughts through tongue-twisted devils and the light of your humanity there go me and my beautiful wife with mental health conditions we have proved it to the world through the grace of our father in heaven my friend my counselor my master of the universe we are all now one connected to the Trinity of the Holy Spirit. I am a true blessed man. Yes, and I hated God while I was in that bottle. Oh, I hated him after I took that worm. I hated him. I cursed him. I threw rocks at him. Told him, leave me the blank alone. Told him to take a, take a hike. And what he did, he started sending his agents to me, the agents of angels to heal my body and my physical condition of mental illness. Oh, I'll still have that, they told me. There's there's no there's no way around it. You remember that movie, The Robe, where the lady was healed in her wheelchair and she still had her condition? Well, I'm the guy with that same condition of my faith. I still have my illness, and I will never deny that, and neither will my wife. And now she has my, become my spiritual conscience through my my father of creation, the author of humanity. And I have exploded throughout years and causing my mom and dad and family to basically hate me because of the words of ugliness that I threw out them through verbal mental abuse. And my mom, for the first time in a long time, I called her up yesterday and she said, I love you. I didn't argue with her, I didn't give her a statement. I didn't say why, 
I just accepted it and moved on because I had a feeling my father was listening. My father may be 90 years old, but he's smart as a tack, and my mother may have ailments, and she's smart with the human heart of love. Both of them have loved enough to love me when they adopted me, even though I had a condition of mental illness. And years ago, they found out later, early on in life, probably around my seventh birthday, they found out I had a condition of mental health, and they did not throw me away. Later on, when I was a teenager, and I found out through an argument, my uh, my 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 mom and dad were adoptive parents when we were on our way up to Indiana, and then my sister found out too in the same argument, and then there was no conditions for unconditional love in that car. However, my my behaviors of ugliness has caused the flames of torment to torment my family. As a result of my 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 broken heart. I caused them enough affliction to the point where they basically didn't want to have nothing to do with me. Oh, they still love me, but they just kept me away from family situations because they didn't want to hear about my mental illness anymore or the conditions of my afflictions regarding my human affairs or human experiences. They just wanted me to live. And uh, they lived down here for, oh, 27 years. And 15 years ago, they moved back to Indiana, and that broke my heart, but they were trying to show me the reality of what I've done with my verbal abuse, I, I believe, and my vindictive uh, personality that I gave them as a result of my mental illness. You know what? I'm a human being. I'm a fractured personality. I have tossed salad and scrambled eggs in my mental health, but in the reality of it all, my faith in my father, the author of Creation for Humanity, has given me the dignity to become a creative writer through the thoughts and wisdoms of the words that were thrown at me, like the word ugly, like the word joy, like the words love thyself um, before you can love one another or another human being, and be still in the voice of wisdom from the Father of creation to know your humanity, to be able to love someone like my beautiful wife Brenda, my blue-eyed angel. And by her becoming my conscience, she is showing me to have the reality of patience as a virtue, especially in traffic and my uncontrollable road rage. Yes, I have road rage because I'm only human. And sometimes I give people the Italian finger and sometimes I mouth off to them with my silvery tongue and the flesh of my burning burning spirit, human spirit of, of immorality. And there, and there comes the morality now where I now have a beautiful wife that teaches me on how to be just Ron without being mean-spirited. And that's the reality of true love. There's no other love other than the reality of true love, the nature of the human spirit. If you are what you are, and you know that's what you are, then accept it. If you're not, and you have conflicting thoughts about who you are, seek out a therapist, a psychiatrist, and a psychologist of your choosing, whether it be in faith, or whether it be in the reality of being an atheist, you have the right to learn to love someone through the conditions of your human heart.
It is solely up to you. That's called free will. You can be who you are, what you are. It's no matter the condition of who you are. It's what you do with that person to show the differences of love and hate by your actions. Oh, yes, me and my wife will always have some kind of babbling spat because we lost our tempers and we flare off at each other and call each other names mostly me and then she'll just kind of wave her hand off at me and say enough and walk away into the other room until we both calm down and I have been truly blessed by my beautiful wife Brenda she gave me her heart and now we live in her parents home in Pembroke Pines Florida and I told her my dreams that I would like to meet all the famous people out there I know like Gerald McCraney and um, Michael Douglas, Scott Bakula, Linda Carter. Oh, Linda Carter, those nine-year-old thoughts I had as a boy. Oh, my. Oh, my, what a beautiful lady Linda Carter is. And Helen Slater, and I met her at a convention. I told her she was my favorite Supergirl because I love the color red. And uh, I told her how much I appreciated her movie. And uh, I like to watch the Supergirl uh, series and uh, I like all Marvel comics and I also like Star Wars uh, Luke Skywalker Mark Hamill is my friend on Twitter uh, also uh, I would like to meet Alan uh, Alda and I would also like to meet uh, many others Michael C. Hall who gave me the dark passenger of my mental illness to turn it into the light of my humanity with the gratitude and the attitude of my grace and touched by an angel who, who, who I met, Delarice, before she passed away. I had asked her to call my mom, and she did, and she liked my artwork. And I told her, thank you, Miss Delarice. And she goes, Ron, you will travel far with your mental health. And then I would like to meet Roma Downey and have a bar scene where an angel comes in and talks to me about the courage and the power of love from the author of creation. I, I don't know if I have time enough to do that, but I would like to, and I would like to have Gerald McCraney play my dad. I did have Henry Winkler at first, but maybe he can play Dr. Don, and John Schneider can play uh, the role of an officer, and uh, also maybe my friend Don Most from Happy Days can play my psychiatrist. And I, I, I just want to walk that line. I've had enough pain and suffering from the bed of nails and mental health. I want to walk that line and I want to continue it. Because the moment I step off the sidewalk and break the crack of an egg and lose my yoke, there will be no turning back once I've done that. If you think that I want to give up my dignity of knowing the reality I have a condition of mental health, well, feel free to lock me in the room of my four walls of my institution with no doorknob because the moment I deny my heritage of mental illness it came from my birth I was born in a bathtub in a cast iron bathtub covered in my mother's blood due to a c-section by a coat hanger by my grandparents as a result of wanting them to keep their reputation they wanted to murder me because of the situation that my birth mother was 13 and they didn't want to have an unwanted mother in the house plus it was against their Jewish religion and they kept that a secret 
her maiden, my, my grandmother's maiden name was Mosley. And then my birth grandfather was uh, uh, a Methodist, I think. I think that's what my birth mother told me. And he was a radio announcer for 40 years in Indiana. And he wanted to keep that secret about his uh, religion. And I think it's sad that to this day we still have to keep private about our religion, our sexuality, our humanity, our mental health. And people are ashamed of their mental health, and they shouldn't be. It's a gift from God in the faith of your wisdom to know the difference between ugly and joy. And I've learned that through the dreams of my aspirations of my humanity, the visionary mental health consumer that I would like to be. And I would also like to be a humanitarian spokesman for mental health, but I don't know, I have no idea how to get there. However, I keep losing uh, faith, as I say, because my body is cascading. I'm spitting up blood as a result of my kidney failure, congenitive heart failure, my diabetes. I'm going blind. I'm blind in my right eye, and I can hardly see out of my left eye. And I got up the other night. I tripped and hit my head on the bathroom sink, fell on the toilet, and uh, I pulled myself up. And uh, I said, Lord, please help me. I'm, I'm failing here. So he gave me uh, a whisper and said, okay. And then I helped pull myself up. And I noticed there was a big fat bruise on my left arm. And I bruised my right eye, as you can see in the video. Um, today is dialysis day. Uh, sometimes I feel good. Sometimes I feel weak. But it's the nature of the things that, that has happened to me as a result of the situations that I'm in that made my health physically go bad. And now my attorneys are trying to release me through medical court. I would personally like to, even though I'm on a monitor from the courthouse, I would like to be officially released. There's nothing going on between me and my accuser. She's just a delusional cupcake with no icing that needs to be treated for her mental health. She needs love too, and I hope she finds it in the facility that, that she can go into and, and get the treatment she needs. I don't want no harm to nobody no more. I'm tired of being ugly, mean-spirited, a rotten, filthy bastard. I'm a filthy rag, and God still blessed me with a beautiful wife and a family, my, and beautiful parents, my mother, Martha, and Paul, and uh, my sister, and my brothers. I verbally wronged them with my mental health. I had a condition that I was ashamed of. When you find out when you're a kid that you're mentally ill, you're, you become a fractured personality, or in my case, a cracked egg, and the yolk falls through the cracks of the system, and then you end up doing all kinds of stupidity things with your mental health, and you're half-assed backwards as a result of the condition of your mental health. Then one day I started watching Highway to Heaven. My good friend, late friend Mike Landon, who is wife, Cindy Landon, is my beautiful friend on Facebook. Wow, when I saw her on Facebook, I saw a beautiful woman of faith. She's a good lady to know. And uh, my favorite episode is called Normal People. And then the second one is Jonathan Meets the Devil. Jonathan Smith Meets the Devil. And then the other one is Wally. 
where Dick Van Dyke plays a bum and he tries to show people just because you're a bum you can still help people and then there's my fourth one uh, Mr. Bassinger's Christmas starring uh, Richard Mulligan and a few other stars and that that Christmas was one of my favorite Christmases and the other one was another song for Christmas with my friend Jeff Deshay who are all now Facebook friends on my Facebook and and Twitter I have Loretta Swit and Alan Alda on there and uh, I love talking to them and once in a while Loretta will will say hello one time she thanked me for finding a false account on Facebook with her name on it and my friend Mark Solomon told her about it and she said thank you guys you guys are great and that was the only thing she said to us I wish I could have time to talk to her I like how she pulled out the whip whipping it whipping herself in the room <laughs> and my favorite episode is when someone was stealing her underwear I bet you she was thinking thinking about me before that probably not because I wasn't even around then but it's a reality that I would like to think about and um, I am not closed-minded anymore I'm not ashamed anymore I have no more guilt of who I am what I am only the fact that I'm only human in a filthy rag and um, I have a savior that loves me unconditionally and I found out the hard way when I drank that last bottle of alcohol and found myself in the world of alcoholism wandering the streets of Florida and laying in the street until a Davy officer pulls up and says Ron get up I go huh what are you doing in my living room you're not in my living room I'm not in your you're not in the living room you're in the middle of Davy Road extension Ron get up you must have been drunk again come on walk over here to the car I go I can't get up I'm too drunk and my legs are numb and I got comfortably numb alright come here I'll come in over and I'm helping you you be nice I got my stick Ron I said okay and he gave me a, a lecture about drinking and, and, and he says I said am I going to jail he said no I'm taking you home he took me up the stairs and he walked me up to my my condo and he says I want you to go in there I want you to get a good night's rest and then I want you to call your counselor because I know you go to Henderson and you tell Henderson what you had done to your physical health regarding your body so you can be comfortably numb in your mental illness. You need to share that. You need to share how you feel or you're going to die in your own flesh, Ron. And I said, okay, Mike, I'll go. And he goes, if you don't go, I'll come back and put you in a 90-day treatment program. I said, oh, no, I'll go, I'll go. So I ended up uh, going to Henderson, and then I ended up in a 90-day program anyway, which became the best thing to me. And then my mom uh, and, and dad were trying to find a faith-based program, and I went to Faith Farm Ministries uh, oh, in the late 90s, and I met a guy named Pappy who owned the, the, the place in Fort Lauderdale near Orlando, uh, and... Uh, he told me, God has delivered you from alcoholism and you're still going to have your condition of mental health because it's an affliction that you were born with. That's a reality. And he goes, I want you to be well, Ron, and stay out of hell and have no spells. That's where I got that statement from. I remember Pappy telling me that. 
and um, he told me I want to meet your parents and I believe he did they we went to church and they met my my mom and dad at Faith Farm Ministries in Fort Lauderdale off Ninth Avenue and I was there for about two years because uh, uh, before I got uh, before I got my condo it was 1992 and then after my Social Security came in my mom decided to help me get a condo and we found one in, in Davie Florida and she uh, became uh, my uh, author of my condo and I was secondary with mom and dad uh, not on, on contract but by word of mouth which I thought I was by contract but no it was by word of mouth and both my parents took care of me until they couldn't take care of me no more because the bills were getting so high now as a result of my mental health um, I still was dealing with the, the resentment of hating God. And in Faith Farm, they have these classes where you go and you learn about God. And you take up the shield and the truth of the helmet of God. And, and, and you try to apply it to your humanity. But like someone like myself loses the yoke with the cracked eggshell. And falls short of the glory of, of my faith in my God. And um, I... Uh, I had eight years in the program of AA and then went back out and I always used to say it was the result of my arguments between me and my mother-in-law <laughs> and and I used to be mean-spirited with her too but I I do regret that because the night that she passed she called me up at the AA room and said Ron can you please please take care of my my daughter Brenda I go, what's wrong Marilyn my son there's something wrong with him He's not right in his mental health. I said, Marilyn, get him to a hospital. Get him to a hospital. I don't care what you and I have been through. Get him to a hospital or he'll pass away in two days later. And sure enough, he took the actions of his unconditional mental health and murdered his mom. And now he's in a mental health facility, supposedly in Tallahassee, I believe, as a result of his uh, judgment call on his mother and his mental health. And he was the one that introduced me to Brenda and that was the best gift he ever done for her I hope because sometimes I do have frailties and I do slip of the tongue silvery tongue and I pray for my brother-in-law and the only thing I want to do now is live unconditionally here in Pembroke Pines with my beautiful wife Brenda listen to my music watch my TV series and enjoy life and hopefully meet all the beautiful people that are famous that have became my my friends and family and my brothers and sisters through the condition of my mental health and my creative writings they want to meet me I think if they do I hope I don't have a remote in my hand and turn on the wrong television series <laughs> oh man and Don Most man he makes me happy when he when he says sit on it sit on it Richie or sit on it Patsy or or I, I've got a date now, and he closes the closet door. And uh, I mean, the the episodes and the situations are so ar archaic and funny. And Fred Sanford, you can't even have that show on these days because they might feel it's a violation of your constitutional rights because it shows conflict of interest to your humanity. They may cut that off. And regarding Superman, he has his underwear on the outside of his costume. They may call it perversion. The next thing you know, 
Now they are saying you can't call your mom, mom and dad, or your brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters. Well, you know what I say to that? Horse hockey. I'll say whatever the hell I want. If you don't like it, turn the other cheek. They gave you a condition of mental health and a, and a voice to do so. Well, I talked my ears off. It is now 26 minutes later into this podcast. And I'm going to call this podcast No Other Love than the condition of your mental health. And I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening, especially to all the beautiful women out there. And I hope my sister listens because I apologize for my mental health to her. I was verbally abusive to her. I shut her up every time she tried to sing or talk. And I feel completely bad about it. And I was mean to my brothers. And I threw my brother down in a garbage can and told him that's what I thought of him. And he doesn't talk to me anymore. That's my middle bro- middle brother. And then my other brother, I put him, my little brother, I put in a dryer and told him it was a spaceship. And he was taken off in it and he was towards the sun. <laughs> the stupid crap I've done. And throwing TVs through living room windows and, 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 and causing fights in bars to get the bully to beat you up because you wanted to die because of your mental health. Uh, and then you become friends with that bully. And that's what happened most of the time. Sometimes I've got a bloody nose. Anyway, I, I just wanted to say thank you for my message of mental health, my physical health, and my message of my humanity and the integrity of my mental health. I'm Ron Ziegler. I'm well for the moment. I will be having my anniversary night in Florida at the Davy, Florida Sterling Room for Alcoholics in Recovery. I'll be picking up my five-year chip. Um, even though I lost eight years, I still have eight years. So the two uh, dates will be a total of 13 years that I've been in recovery. And um, I listen to my sponsor, and sometimes we do have arguments, but we, that's the reason that both of us don't listen sometimes. One may say a little piece of information, and then the other may say, You need to hear my thoughts before you assume anything. And that's the reality of our condition of our spirituality through alcoholism. And my mental health status. If only I could go to the Senate floor, talk to the House and Senate, and to the President and Vice President, and to the nation and world about mental health. I wonder what they would say. Maybe they can use this podcast and share it. Live long and prosper in the image of our mental health. Be one with one another. Ugly is a dirty word, but the word joy comes along, and it's a beautiful word. The knowledge and the knowing the reality I have an author of creation loving me through his son, the author of creation, my God, through the Lord of my salvation, Jesus Christ, who is God, and I thank you for all the wisdom through the conditions of all my situations. I am truly a blessed man through the conditions of my mental health and physical health to have a blue-eyed angel like Brenda Ziegler. Thank you.